Two trucks having sex. Two trucks having sex. My muscles, my muscles involuntarily flex. Two trucks having sex. Two trucks having sex. My muscles, my muscles involuntarily flex. Two pickup trucks making love. American made. Listen up, Auto Thoughts and Deceptive Clowns. You are listening to Prime Cuts, an onlinear history of the Transformers franchise on television. I'm one of your hosts, Nero. I'm your other host, Audrey. And we are here for the Transformers animated season two post mortem. A lot happened this season. Yeah, like many uh many Transformers television shows animated really hits its stride in the second season we Um, met all sorts of new guys um and most of them survived and like interesting plot stuff happens it goes it goes much more in season two from being like a villain of the week show to uh this is a concentrated plot we are working on show yeah and i mean we have the the big reveals at the end of this season and we have like intrigue on cybertron with shockwave and all this sort of stuff there there's a way there's way more moving parts than there were on in uh animated season one right but uh yeah i mean this i i i I don't i don't think it's i still think season three is the best season i think that it has some of the 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 standout episodes of the whole show are contained within season three, but there's some really good ones uh, in this season as well. Yeah, there are. I mean, shame about season four, as as we've mentioned before. Uh, but uh, every time every time you say season four, I'm just gonna sigh like a Victorian ghost. <laughs> do do we need to get you a, a fainting chair for the vapors you get yeah. whenever you think of? <laughs> Of what could have been with Transformers been Animated Season so 4. so cool. It would have been so cool. God, if they had done Devastator, that would have been so fucking cool. But uh, we instead got some other... I mean, I'm, you know, the thing, one of the other things I'm still so hung up on is that we never got any Constructicon toys. Just none. That, like, again, it is insane to me that, like, even at... Like, I understand why they didn't happen when it was airing because of Bayverse movies. But the fact that it never happened even after the fact is also wild to me. I feel like if Cause I'm in toys for the stupidest shit in this franchise. Oh yeah. I feel like if I'm in charge of the the upcoming Transformers legacy figures, because they are doing some animated guys. I think uh we're getting an Optimus and Bumblebee here soon. If I'm in charge of that, I'm putting out some fucking Constructicons in that line. Some animated Constructicons, like Come on. Yeah. No, it's just, like, crazy to me. Because, like, they literally, like... Hasbro makes toys for the stupidest shit with this franchise. Truly. Like, things that, like, never show up in in any of the shows. And, like, are referenced only in, like, a footnote in one of the almanacs. (laughs) Yeah, just just look at, like, all of the toy lines for, for shows with very limited casts. Like beast wars and prime or it's like there's just so many fucking guys that don't exist anywhere else other than as toys yeah so the fact that like these featured characters were never made into toys at any point even after the show is like bizarre to me 
Yeah, like, it's it's so... You know who got a fucking toy? Who? Ironhide. Animated and Ironhide got a toy. What's like, that's, what I, that's what I'm fucking talking about! Like, what the hell? He is in, like, five episodes. Um, and I think he has lines in three of them. And it's weird, too, because, like... Basically, all of and the those rest... aren't necessarily the same episodes because he he has lines in episodes that he doesn't physically appear in. Yeah, but like almost every everyone else in uh, like all of the season two characters got toys. Like a lot of the toy, a lot of the characters who didn't get any toys uh, came in the back hat, like the back third of this series. But the Constructicons never got one. And it's just, it's just a shame. I guess it was, you know, I guess their designs are a bit more um, complex than a lot of others if you're trying to translate them into toys. But still, I mean, you did, they did it for a lot of these other characters. The Seekers is another one. All of the Starscream clones never getting toys is like, that's a, that's a no brainer. Yeah. It's shocking. For multiple, for multiple reasons. One, because they're, they're beloved fan favorites, even though they only show up briefly. And two, because. It's the same fucking mold. <laughs> yeah, the only ones that got full size toys. Slipstream. Were no, no. Slipstream had no toys. What? There are no animated That's slipstream insane. toys. That's insane. No, the two that got full size toys were Skywarp and Sunstorm. I guess because uh, they're the proto ones that we saw in the previous episode. Sort of, but I mean, it was their it was their correct versions. It was their correct colors. Yeah, um, I know, but like those, they. The, I guess they showed up a little more. Thundercracker was going to have a Voyager figure, but it was canceled, and I don't think Ramjet ever had anything. Oh. Oh, he had he, an activator. He had one of those shitty little auto transforming things. Whatever. Anyway, yeah. Um, that's just nuts to me. Yeah. <laughs> But toy and <laughs> I genuinely third, don't get that. <laughs> toy and fourth season woes aside, it has been nice to return to Transformers Animated and remember, like, oh yeah, this show's uh really quite good. It's a lot of fun. And watching this alongside watching Teen Titans for uh, this upcoming talk cycles because they they share a lot of creative DNA. Um, it's very interesting because I, I think I feel very similarly about them. Just like these are some very, these are just some solid shows. Um, I think that Teen Titans is better simply because they, the, some of the crazier animation they got up to in Teen Titans is something to behold. I also do think that Teen Titans, I, I, in some way, I think that animated bit off more than it could chew. Mm. Um, in that animated really, and I think it was probably because they're working on Teen Titans at the same time, um, really wanted to take on some more serious topics than it was able to do cohesively. Right. Um, you know, like, Teen Titans got pretty fucking dark at points. Um, Robin and, uh, Deathstroke... Slade, please. Deathstroke <laughs> is far too violent. Sorry. <laughs> but I always we'll have him... to like train myself back into that. that but yeah, we'll so, like, make him five times as creepy. Like the Robin and Slade stuff got super dark. And then like oh, the yeah. Terra stuff on her own was super dark. And then with Slade again got even darker. The shit with Raven and her dad. Like Teen Titans went to some pretty serious and dark places. Uh, Starfire and her sister. 
Mm-hmm. But um, then, yeah, this never really. It has its moments. It has like thrill of the hunt and stuff, and a couple of episodes we're going to be seeing in the future. But but it never really reaches that level. You're right. But you can see that it wants to. Yes. And I think they try to make it do that, but it is just a fundamentally different show for a fundamentally I, different audience. Like the yeah. audience for animated is unquestionably younger than Teen Titans is. Yeah. And I think that they are generally less dedicated to like, you know, those are those are long, you know, season long storylines that pick up that, that are that span multiple episodes. And that this show does that less. Um you know, there's there's light touches. Uh especially season two, the thread of running through of the like all spark shards or whatever. Yeah. Um, but there's not really any like big long character arc for individual characters. It right. that usually comes over the course of an episode or or multi parter. Yeah, that's that's the other big difference is is like a question of narrative arc. And in season two you do start get getting that. But again, it is not the same as what you get in like Teen Titans. But uh enough about comparing this show to its uh to its kind of contemporary it's contemporary it's a predecessor because i think the production on teen titans wrapped in like 2006 or whatever actually maybe not they might have been going on at the same time i think there was some overlap i don't think i think teen titans ended before animated ended but i think there was some overlap for like a year or something yeah teen titans went a little long i think it has like it has like a five seasons or something and a tv movie yeah but uh but yes we shall instead delve into our Discord. I checked the Twitter. No, no questionerinos on the Twitter. There, we got plenty of questions about about animated season two here uh, on our Discord. Let's if you go. Would be so inclined as to take us through it, I would love to. Um, one second. Let me <laughs> let me pull them open. You think I've moved my computer a bit to the side to see if I can get the hum a little bit down. Mm. Um, all right. Oh, goodness, we have a lot of questions. <laughs> it's, a, it's an end-of-season yeah. thing. Yep. Uh, from Mimus the Gay, Daphnis, which human TF characters would be enhanced by being a techno-organic? Which ones would become shittier? Use your own metrics to determine what enhanced and shittier means. Enhanced, I think, is pretty easy to define. Shittier, there's a lot of ways you could go <laughs> with that. You could go just, like, I could make him worse. <laughs> or uh or just like not as powerful but enhanced sentinel prime nothing changes but he has a fleshy chin a story like squishy. no which human tf characters oh human tf characters okay i missed right and the question we haven't gone we got haven't gone to her but you know it's gonna be my girl storia oh my god yeah, she'd have a blast if she became a <laughs> um, Astoria, Astoria would have a good time. <laughs> she'd be uh, in the Mile High Club, if you know I what actually, I mean. She already is. Um, <laughs> uh, actually, I think like the entire G1 human cast would be really funny. Frankly... Make, Frankly, give, I already give, think most of them are, considering how much yeah. fucking punishment they take. <laughs> get, make make Chip a bionic man. <laughs> give him robo-legs. <laughs> There's that one time they uploaded Spike's brain into a robot body, and that one didn't go so well. But that was just, you know, you gotta, you gotta mix the, the, the flesh and the machine. You can't just put 
the consciousness into the machine. That's where the problems arise. Yeah, that that gets you into like a soma situation, and that's you gotta no good. Get, you gotta get Cronenberg with you. You gotta you gotta really get wet. You know, you just gotta get. You, you need to get, get creepy and wet. <laughs> yeah, you, it, it, the the it must be moist. It must be squishy. Um, otherwise, the the human mind loses all all uh, all perspective. And um, appeal. Yeah, yes. I, the others, I think that um, Alexa should get an arm cannon. See, I don't want anything to happen to... I think, she just, I think she just deserves it. I know, but like, that's still... I don't I don't like body mod for the Armada kids. <laughs> I think what that's about... like, like the issue for me with with the idea of techno-organic ready to kids, which like, and why I like G1 for this so much. Because they're mostly adults. Yeah, they're all like weird. They're all just sort of vaguely high school, like college yeah. people. It feels less gross for this to happen I mean, to them. Spike was working on a fucking oil rig. I don't think you could <laughs> legally do that if you aren't like 17 or something. It's the 80s. You have no idea yeah, what they were doing. Yeah, that's true. Reagan <laughs> was like... And again, now, I, now I, everyone, I, I have. Oh God, I was. I don't know what the hell that, that, yeah, that was that dangerous. Was... I was drifting into the Trump lane. I don't have a Reagan. Oh dear. <laughs> that what you, wait, were you trying for Reagan? I was. Oh, that was it a really was, bad Reagan. It was. Uh, it was no good. It was <laughs> quite bad. That was a bad Reagan. But yeah, he, he. We have. We to stimulate the economy. We have to let second graders work on offshore oil rigs. Yeah, no. I mean, actually, that Spike probably is my answer for who would be made shittier. <laughs> I guess he's already. And we have and we have evidence for it. Yeah, that is true. Um, I mean, if you want to, if you want to, if you want to see a, a human sidekick uh, be made techno organic, go read uh, the beginning of IDW comics. Actually, you know what? Great. You know what? Who who'd be made <laughs> made shittier? fucking any of the Bayverse humans. Oh, God. Mark Wahlberg would be made <laughs> shittier by becoming techno-organic. Fuck off. What? Oh my God, I've got an arm cannon. What? Wow, I can blow up 20-year-olds who want to date my daughter. Remember when he got that, he found that human-sized gun in Lockdown Ship that also yeah. sort of looked like a sword? Mm-hmm. And what about it? Uh, I'm glad we get to watch Bumblebee this fucking Yeah, thank God. God damn. It's Merry, been... Merry Christmas, one and all. <laughs> we get so, to watch a good movie. <laughs> it's been so long. Uh, I will I will take this next one because it is at the end of the season. Therefore, Aurora Animated says, Hello, one and all. We gather here today for yet another series of questions of highs and lows of this chapter of the podcast vaguely themed as an award show. It's the Omega Supreme Memorial Prime Cuts Awards. Below are the categories open for nominations, and our first category is the MVC Award for Most Valuable Starscream Clone. Slipstream, next question. Yeah, she's really... I mean, it's definitely not... Skywarp or Thundercracker, they got glorped uh, basically immediately. Definitely not literally any of the others. It's yeah, definitely Slipstream. Slipstream. <laughs> Slipstream is the only competent one. Um, so congratulations, Slipstream. Here's your prize. Next up, 
the oh right we fight ben 10 villains sometimes award for standout superhuman antagonist and that i would like to say congratulations to slow-mo yeah no it's definitely slow-mo again no question uh i would have i would also say meltdown is in the running but he's a season one character so he doesn't count i mean he he showed up again he put in a good he put in a good performance this time but once you know it's like we gotta we gotta it's the it's the new time you know we gotta recognize the rising stars and also slow-mo super hot that's right uh most improved character or aspect from season one Mm i i think that optimus is much more interesting than he was in season one yeah we got to see a lot more facets of him i i think my vote might go to sorry yeah so i think sorry putting sorry through it really helps out her character a lot like of of just like yeah fucking putting just just kicking her through the mud like the nice thing about season two is that she hasn't lost the stuff that is still essentially her right like she Mm -hmm. complains when they left leave her behind she encourages bumblebee to break rules um but then like it starts with her dealing with the corporate takeover like that's the very first thing we see in this season the very Um, first thing is is child ceo sorry some deck yeah so i i i i think my vote's for sorry actually yeah sorry's a pretty good one i think that uh a lot of i mean ratchet and bulkhead i think were were, were, are just as good you know it's a continuing upward trajectory yeah they're a straight line but i think a lot of the Optimus episodes this season were a lot, uh, a lot more fun and engaging yeah. with his character. I, I, I really like to see his fucking petty bullshit side in Return of the Headmaster when he gets to fucking laugh it up at Sentinel Prime. Ooh, that's good. That's. I'll also, I'll also give a brief shout out to Blitzwing. Um, yeah. Who? I don't think he's the the most I- improved aspect or character but i do like to see the role he takes with starscream's absence of he's being the, like looking at megatron guy. and being like hey i think this is maybe bullshit actually <laughs> yeah and he's also because lugnet is such a big dumb idiot he is the go-to guy for like operations on earth like you don't really want to send lugnet out unless you want several city blocks leveled and probably also him exploded lightly yeah and yeah blitzwing he's not gonna you're gonna get some inconsistent returns but he he does pull in some w's in this season yeah uh next up is standout new character from season two i would like to give it to the constructicons okay so i was really torn on this because my first instinct was to say rekgar but it's not i have to give it to swindle swindle is also an extremely strong showing um I think a lot of the, you know, the constructor cons I chose because they are the only ones that are not one-off guys. We actually get quite a lot of time with them. Um, but every, all of the, like, funny single-episode guys are, are pretty entertaining. We like Rekgar. We, we love And Swindle. none of them are really single-episode guys. I mean, like, I guess I'm saying this also with, like, yeah, hindsight. We know, yeah, right? we know that most of them will recur. Um, yeah. Um, and I, I love Swindle and I love animated Swindle particularly. Animated Um, Swindle is one of the most perfect sort of distillations of what's fun about Swindle as a character. Yeah. Uh, so my, my vote goes to Swindle. And my votes for those, those, I, I, I'm with lovable goofs. 
you're you're with these these new money con men. I'm with the the salt of the earth, the blue collar workers, the constructicons, mixmaster and scrapper. I hope you know they. I hope they found that oil. I hope that oil they went back into the mine and got buried alive for was worth it. Um, next up, most fun episode. Not the not necessarily the best, but the most fun. Um, I would say Rise of the Constructicons. That's really good. I'm gonna give it to Black Friday. It's actually I. I I think I'm gonna give most fun to Garbage In, Garbage Out. Yeah, that's another group. I just love to watch uh, Grimlock, and I think animated Grimlock was criminally underutilized. Um, so I, I I had a lot of I had a lot of fun with uh, with Black Friday. But yeah, I mean, there's so many good like just goof 'em up episodes. Society of Ultimate Villainy is pretty good as well. Yeah, but I think I think Black Friday is the one that I had the most fun watching, probably. Second. Second place, r- really runner up is like garbage and garbage out. That's that's just a little treat. Uh, and finally, here the moment or thing that makes less sense now that we know sorry is a robot. Uh, the black arachnia aging thing, yeah, from Along Comes a Spider. I was about to say, like, not much. In fact, her being <laughs> her being a robot, uh makes things a lot more confusing <laughs> yeah it's mostly uh, yeah it's <laughs> but i think the the most direct one where it's like well how, why is this happening um is the oh wait moment or thing that makes less sense now that we know sorry yeah, oh literally everything yeah i think the standout is still the the, the yeah. aging thing from that because it's just like how that's not even the rest of it you can chalk up mostly to like techno organic it's right there in the name it's techno and it's organic so it probably makes sense that she eats right she's never injured herself before that is the thing i well you know she is like she was pretty pampered right she was very sheltered yeah i know Um, but like kids fall down over nothing and scrape their knees yeah i don't know i get maybe there's like a there's like a dermal underlayer and she just tore right through it who knows yeah but there there's there's some questions that raise does she piss she must. I mean, she knows where babies come from. We know that because she told Optimus that. Yeah. Um, but that's just you can read that on Wikipedia. Um, so, she, like I said, so she does. She has eat. a fully working reproductive like said, system techno, and digestive system. What techno organic? That's right there. They can eat. They can shit and still be robots. Remember? Do do I must I must I point you to the Rhinox fart episode? No, Must I, I do so. I know, but there's also the question of what, like, we watched in the last ep- episodes of this season, her eat so much chocolate. Yeah. That she made herself sick. Hey, how do you make robots run on chocolate? Didn't she get a cold at one point? Yes! That one I can't square. I don't know how that happened. Yeah, there's a lot. Basically, everything doesn't make sense. <laughs> Look, it's a cool twist unless you think about it, in which case nothing about it makes <laughs> sense at all. Um, yeah, I don't know how the cold thing happened. That one's really throwing me for a loop. Um, it was a temp- as sure her cooling system was out of whack from the, the extreme temperatures. Sure, let's go with that. Um, next up, Sidewinder Sabrina. Out of all of the characters in the whole of season two, which anime character screwed up the worst? 
and which character has literally done nothing wrong in their entire life. You know what? I'm going to give up screwed up the worst the fucking ratchet for his handling of Omega Supreme. Yeah, I mean, he was dealt a bad hand. I I can't I can't necessarily blame him for that because I you know, part of it is that Omega Supreme loves to self-sacrifice. Um, I'm going to go with Bumblebee just cuz he fucks up constantly all the time. I think I think Ratchet's fuck up is worse than anything. Pushing pushing Omega Supreme when he couldn't do it to like the point of agony, <laughs> the transform for Omega Supreme to sacrifice himself as if he couldn't tell that was going to happen. That's on you, Ratchet. Uh, and who has done literally nothing wrong in their entire life? Slipstream. Yeah. Granted, she's only been alive for like actually literally Rekgar. That's true. He's a beautiful baby boy, um, and he's he could never do anything wrong. Yeah. Uh, next up, and also Prince. Professor Princess never can, can do no Who wrong. Literally, despite being in a, a villain society, only destroys weapons. Yeah, she just she doesn't even really consider doesn't really yeah. know what a villain does or is. Um, <laughs> she's just she's just here to pursue her own goals. Um, and I'm glad she's so driven. So uh, next up from Slipstream Sam, if your personality was split into three, like a Blitzwing, what what would the aspects of you be? I think I would be uh, stoic, Joker moded, and allergy seasonal allergies. I think... those are the three faces <laughs> of darkness. <laughs> I think I would be like smart slash competent mm-hmm. funny um and tired <laughs> yeah that sounds about right uh and also from slipstream sham do you think omega supreme would like a crunch back supreme crunch wrap supreme from taco bell if scaled to his size um no sorry i'm gonna repeat this question because you said it wrong do you think omega supreme would like a crunch wrap supreme from taco bell tm if That's scaled right. to his size <laughs> I, I did I did forget to honor the trademark of the Crunchwrap Supreme trademark. Um I think he would. I think that good. The thing about a Crunchwrap Supreme is that they're good. Yeah, it's not real food, but it is good for the soul. But it's like it's close enough that like you yeah. feel like it is. It's a good f- look, I've eaten a lot of Crunchwrap Supremes over the past couple weeks. It's like, oh, taco bell's delivery don't mind if i do it's like i don't i don't got the energy to do anything else but you know what i can always i can always rely on i can always fall back on delicious reliable crunchy supreme and you know what not to like shill for taco bell or whatever it's one of the best deals remaining in fast food these days fast that's food's true so fucking expensive now it's insane getting like a meal at mcdonald's is like 15 dollars yeah like and you know it's it's even more if like me one uses doordash sometimes but let me tell you taco bell i get like the crunchrat supreme combo and some of the cinnabon bites my order is always always like 23 bucks how much even i'm gonna look the, up how much a crunchrat supreme is i think that i don't remember how much the combo is but it is definitely like it is a definitely a real good deal because you get a crunch rice supreme you get a taco you get a big drink that is a that is a that is a decent deal a crunch wrap supreme on its own is 519 which is a real amount of food that's it's a substantial item yeah 
Uh, we are a still more expensive than it should be, but yes. We are a president, so we are sponsored by Taco Bell. Uh, we are not, but if you would like to, we are open to discussing it. Hey. <laughs> Taco Bell, call me. I, I, will, I will not we... say no to Taco Bell money. I'm not that... <laughs> I'm not be above that. <laughs> I, you know, uh, it's true. Um, and uh, to follow up on this, Sabrina at Sideburner Sabrina asks, "What do you think a bot called Crunchwrap Supreme would look like?" Okay, so we know that. I, <laughs> I guess don't know what it would look like, sp- but I know it'd have a lot of transforming parts that fold in on yes. each other. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's a it's a big shell former. Um, I mean, here's the thing, right? So spoilers i guess sort of but you could probably guess that the omega sentinels in this continuity are most of the ships that the autobots use these days like i'm sure the elite guard cruiser is probably an omega sentinel right um so i think that the crunchwrap crunchwrap supreme is another omega like another omega sentinel he's purple and gold um, and he's got a big bell that tolls so that all of the Decepticons know that they are about to die under a wave of nacho cheesy goodness. Yeah. He's got a little pet. You know how like some of the, the like Metroplex has like little little bots that scamper around him like fucking Quickshot or whatever the hell his name is. Sure. Yeah. He has a little robot chihuahua. Okay. That's fine. Isn't that wonderful? You paint a beautiful picture, very, Nero. He's also very yummy. Um, <laughs> instead of Energon, he runs on Baja Blast. That's right. He has special colored Energon, and so yeah, uh, Baja. Bla- let me tell you, exclusive Energon. Let me tell you, if you've never, if you have somehow escaped having Baja Blast, dear listener, it's it's it. The hype is real. It is good. I've had it. I've had like two sips of it ever in my life. Um, because it, I don't drink soda. It is the only Mountain Dew flavor that doesn't make me feel like I'm actively dying when I drink it. Yeah, that sounds about right. It's the it's like it's still in it, and it's like a little it's a little it's it's not too sweet. It's a little like it's got a little, it's got a little bitter tang, just just enough to make it refreshing. It's like sort of like blue coconut, you know. It's got that little that little that little undercurrent. Mm. Anyway, enough about the Baja. I got sidetracked. I'm thinking of um, <laughs> Taco Bell. Call us. I'm I'm begging you <laughs> uh, the, the taco bell sponsored content continues slipstream sam asks which cybertronian would like taco bell nacho fries the most bumblebee yeah i mean he would just like taco he yeah. would go all in for taco bell um he he's short... he's the kind of person who wants to live moss he is uh he is the part of the live moss society um prowl thinks it is a disgrace but you know what it's delicious uh short scream chet asks barring other hypothetical additions to the tfa constructicons which constructicons would you have liked added to the crew in order to make the full team for transformers animated devastator i mean the short answer is all of them yeah um the biggest answer for me is hook without question Yeah, if I had to choose just one other guy to show, like one of the other classic Constructicons to be added, I think it would either be Hook or Long Haul. I've always loved Long Haul's person. He's like Evil Huffer. Yeah. <laughs> where he's always also complaining, but it's funny because he's a Decepticon. Yeah, um, these uh these pickup trucks or whatever, you know? Yeah. Um. So yeah, I, but I think Hook would be the funniest one because he would be like, 
he would be like fancier than the other two. And I just sort of resent being lumped in with them. I have such a huge soft spot for Hook, um, mm-hmm. who like really outside of G one doesn't show up in any meaningful way. No, um, there even in other Constructicon configurations, he's rarely in it. <laughs> yeah, which is insane to me because he is the Decepticon G one medic. And I have such a soft spot for the concept of some of a construction vehicle being told, hey, you make buildings, right? Fix robots now. <laughs> and Hook being like, I guess. Yeah, big old, big old Hook. I, like, yeah, I so, fucking right, guess. Um, and like, doing it. Um, a lot of this comes around the fanon, around Hook, I won't lie. Um I, I learned to love him a lot more through fan fiction than through canon. Um, yeah, a lot of most of the constructed cons don't put in a whole lot of notable uh, solo yeah. appearances. But unfortunately, I, I do think like it is still a really charming concept. Like there is something that is oh, yeah. very endearing to me, especially given that like <laughs> in the Protectobots, the Autobots get like basically an entire team of medics, essentially. Yeah. Uh, right? Like, they're they're not all first aid or whatever, but, like, they all have the aptitude to do it, um, that are designed that way to have, like, a someone who is very clearly not designed to do this, like, basically MacGyvering his way through holding this entire army together. Um, and that's, like, a very charming concept to me, even if it is the Decepticon. So, my vote's for Hook. Congratulations to Hook. Um, next question here from Sidewinder Sabrina. You're tasked with assembling a team from the animated cast to sabotage the Space Bridge Nexus with a minimum team size of five and a maximum of eight. Who do you pick? They do not be on the same side. This is simply who you think is the most optimal team this would uh, this would be for the task. All right. Bulkhead, obviously. He is quite literally a wrecking ball. Um, Mixmaster and Scrapper. Yeah, because, yeah, so yeah, the the construction boys. And then I think you need, you if you're going to take down the Space Bridge Nexus, you need some guys to fight off any patrols, right? You got you got to have some muscle while the boys are working. Well, so. I would say Prowl. Yeah. Because he's a competent fighter, but he's also stealthy. Right? And we're talking about, like, sabotage. Not necessarily. And if there's a way to do it, like, stealthily, I think that's the way to go. And if anyone could get those guys in and out stealthily, it's Prowl. Yeah. Uh, and then who's the who's the last... Who's our last guy on our, on our fucking Oceans 5 here? Well, we could go up to A, but I would probably put Blitzwing in there. Mm-hmm. Firepower. Alright, let's, let's, let's keep going up to 8, then. Uh, so we have, we have stealth, we have firepower, um, what else do we need? Maybe I'd put down, like, Black Arachnia in lockdown? I do not think you want to involve Black Arachnia in any team-based activities. Mm, that's true. She will 100% betray you. You can't have any of the Dinobots, because they're, they're gonna be too ornery and stubborn. Um... Jazz might be a good pick. Jazz would work. Cyber ninja skills. Yeah, jazz I mean, would be a good pick. Okay, so it's 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 
Bulkhead, Mixmaster, Scrapper, Prowl, Blitzwing, Jazz. Jazz. So that's six. Two more slots. We need, I guess, you know, we need some more air support because you know Blitzwing technically counts, but he's not up in the air all the time. So we got to put Slipstream in there. <laughs> okay. What other Seeker would you choose? Uh, maybe Sunstorm. That's true. He would go along. He, I think, actually, I think he'd be better because he's less ambitious. Yeah. Slipstream might go into business for herself, but Sunstorm, nah. And then one more. We need like a wild card. We need like someone to, or, like someone to sort of. Oh, locked. I think lockdown. Is that lockdown? Would be good. Yeah. Yeah, lockdown number eight. Because you know he'll be loyal as long as you pay him. Yeah. Uh, and, and this seems the, up this his alley. Is, yeah, absolutely. He's, he's some sneak thief stuff. One hundred percent. Uh, anyway, sidewise, uh, we are also given the challenge of making the worst team to sabotage the Nexus. Easy. Black Arachnia, Starscream, and the remaining clones. Oh, God. See, that one's too easy. Okay, I think it's Black Arachnia, Starscream, Grimlock, Lugnut. No, I think Lugnut would, uh, is, is too... I, I Single-minded. Think, uh, yeah. Get him out of there. Put in. I think we can keep Blitzwing. Yeah. Ooh, you know? Rekgar. Yep. Uh, put in some fucking uh, Sentinel Prime. Sentinel, yeah. Oh, and on that okay. note, um, put Bumblebee and Wasp. Yep. Yeah. This is this is a team made of nothing but arguments. <laughs> this is a team that will get nothing done. Um, and also for, you know, a couple more from Sidewinder Sabrina here. By the end of season two, which character is the most done with it all? Sorry. <laughs> yeah, she's sort of like... And, and you know what? She's fucking right to be. <laughs> yeah, she, look, you've lied to me, me and my whole life about being a robot. I got fucking fired from the company because I don't exist. What is going on here? Um, she, she needs some goddamn answers, I'll tell you what. And uh, next, also, you know, once again from Sidewinder Sabrina. So we do know that Ratchet knew who slash what their ship was. And we can assume that Optimus also knew from the dialogue of the season finale. Do you think the other three crewmates know about the, knew about the ship? Prowl probably didn't know the specifics, but probably knew it was an Omega yeah. Sentinel. And I don't I think, think Bumblebee and Bulkhead had any idea. Bulkhead, or Bumblebee definitely didn't, because he never asked. Um, Bulkhead, yeah, I don't know. I don't think he would have either. Yeah, I don't, I don't know if, like, it's public knowledge or not. I guess none of them are, like, shocked to see one. But um, they aren't, like, shocked to see that their ship is Omega Supreme, I don't think, in the season finale. Well, like, they probably didn't know. Or at least didn't think about it. I mean, I did, I would not want to think about flying around in some guy's, like, comatose body. That's weird. Yeah. Uh, we got Unless a, you knew him biblically, I guess. That's right. It's it's comforting for uh, for Ratchet, who, who of course, Omega Supreme is his husband. Who's redefining um, what it means to say it feels good to be inside you. That's right. We have a whole grip of questions from Veer, Nero from Disney Minus. My dark doppelganger. <laughs> um, to, so, to defeat Megatron, Optimus needs his crew, and the U.S. government is willing to release them into his care. For this Suicide Squad slash Transformers The Last Night montage, who are the members of Optimus's crew, and what were their war crimes? 
Ratchet. Okay, well, Ratchet probably didn't do any war crimes. He was a medic. All the rest of them didn't do any war crimes. There's li- this war. is literally <laughs> this is literally a comic series. It's just the scavengers. <laughs> That's right. Or it's the ra- it's the it's the fucking uh, it's the last stand of the wreckers. Right. Like. Except that's Ultra Magnus's crew. I right, guess. exactly. This is literally the scavengers. Yeah, all the, those guys also didn't do any war crimes, but that's because they were just too fucking stupid to do any. Yeah, in fact, their crime was not doing war crimes. That's right. Their crime was was being charmingly, delightfully goofy, um, or just not exploding. Of, yeah, or they were being a <laughs> shitty bomb. <laughs> you fucking asshole, fulcrum! You were supposed to blow up. Yeah. Um, but yeah, this is the scavengers or but like that. He's literally like that is part of the suicide. That's the suicide squad. Yeah, and I'm, but I I think the more the more getting an, retrofitted like, into analog, bombs. Yeah, but I think the more proper analog for like the classic Suicide Squad setup is definitely uh, the last sound of the wreckers. The wreckers. In oh terms yeah. Of, in in terms of like personalities. Uh, rate of survivability and general level of extreme violence. Yes, uh, which um, is very funny. Anyway, <laughs> world, well, world, the world's worst Autobot. Oh, uh, my beautiful, my as beautiful it, boy. As it is, he has, des- as he is described in the comics, in the bio section, in yeah, several right. issues. I mean, technically, the war, the war is like mostly his fault when you really get right down to it. Yeah, well, it's I like, mean, it's it's Megatron's fault. Okay, seventy percent him and thirty uh, percent rung. Yeah, I was about to straw. say it's uh it's actually um reusable straws faults. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'll, next up, will Nitro Zeus be in the Bumblebee movie? Fuck no! Thank never, God. Never put that guy in anything ever again. Um, Shockwave is in the Bumblebee movie, though. He even has a fucking speaking line. Yeah. I think. He... Yes, he does. No, if he doesn't. Not, which... It's Soundwave. Do... No, it's Shockwave. Right. It's Shockwave. I think he might have one. Shockwave does. Soundwave Shockwave does. is the one who sets the Seekers off at the beginning. That's right. Yep. Yeah, he's like, Seekers, take off. Yeah, well, um... he's like, attack. He's like, he... It's like Decepticons attack or whatever, but Yeah. If not, what Transformers series would you put him in as one of the main Decepticon characters? I would uh, not. The, the Prime Wars trilogy. <laughs> That's what they deserve. Hmm. The fucking dregs. Is that the Machina? No, that's Netflix. That's No, no the Prime Wars trilogy Machina. is the Machinima. Yeah, that no. is the Machinima series. Yeah. Um, the Netflix series, the Netflix one is the War for Cybertron trilogy. Fuck these names. Um, um, and then we have three commonly asked questions from Google.com. Is Nitro Zeus related to Shockwave? No, pretty. Under- I don't. I don't think other than like sharing it. Th- Look, he's just cobbled together out of old like bits ILM had lying around. That's the real secret. Are Nitro Zeus and Shockwave siblings? No, yes. I think they're cousins, twice removed. Um, does Nitro Zeus taste better than Shockwave? Definitely not. Nitro Zeus feet pics. Go to jail right now. <laughs> yeah. The fucking the fucking authorities of the Lord are closing in. My finger is on the Discord ban button as we speak. And finally, here from from Veer, murder mystery time. The Decepticons and Autobots have called a ceasefire to celebrate the union of Starscream and Knockout. Why else? It would only make, why, it would make more sense for them to call a ceasefire if it was like a cross faction wedding. Anyway. 
Everything was perfect, besides that there was a murder. Knockout lays dead, and it's up to Starscream to find the killer and get revenge for his perfect day being ruins. ruined. Who are the prime suspects, and who is the killer? Well, I can tell you who the killer is right now. It's Starscream. <laughs> right. We're talking prime Starscream here. That that is the that is the that is the stealthiest Starscream. Um, breakdown. That is the Starscream. Breakdown. Yep. The Jilted Lover. The Jilted Lover. Megatron. Um, the Jilted Lover. <laughs> he, he's got a lot of Jilted Lovers. Well, no, it's one of them is Knockout's Jilted Lover, and the other is Starscream's. Uh, would any of the Autobots care? No. RC, who's trying to get back Cliff Jumper. <laughs> Yeah, R.C. just sort of generally murderous. Um, you took my kind of romantic interest. I'm taking yours. Soundwave. He, I, 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 I no, no, jur- no jury would convict him. I certainly wouldn't. Prime, in my opinion, Prime Soundwave can do no wrong. He's a, he's a charismatic young man with a with a bright future ahead of him. <laughs> Yeah, and it 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 was Starscream. It was Starscream. It's it's a it's a fucking the usual suspects type shit. Knockout um, made him sign a prenup, and he was like, "Oh yep. fuck." Yep. Um, and our last batch of questions here from Ruby Road Rage, Ruby. What is your favorite episode of this season? Now, this is different. I think this is different from most fun. Yeah, I think this one might be Black Friday for me. Black Friday is really good. Let me look here. Just a uh, just a quick. It's either Black Friday or, um, I think just like on, I think I'm going to switch my answers. I think a fistful of Energon was the most fun for me to watch because it looked really good, mm. like bizarrely good. And also I thought it was, it was like a fun team up. I, I'll, I'll never complain about lockdown. Um, and then I think, yeah, Black Friday is the best episode. It is my favorite episode. Yeah. Second, second place goes to uh as far as favorite goes probably auto boot camp i'm I'm a sucker for a good flashback yeah i'd probably give it to auto boot camp or honestly bridge too close it's a good finale yeah um next up are there any episodes this season you would replace with a later or unaired or even imaginary episode uh i would i would put more dinobot episodes in but that's really it i don't really don't want to shuffle around the order here um uh mission accomplished didn't do much for me yeah it's a little bit like eh. i thought mission but, accomplished I mean, what would you, was pretty what would you re- what would you replace it with there because that's the question probably a new episode yeah. like i don't think i would oh, yeah. replace it with any of the other episodes that that happen later on but it just it's just a fairly unmemorable yeah. episode replace mission accomplished with another dinobot episode um, for for example, more Grimlock. That's that is my only demand. Uh, and finally, here I'm actually not going to answer this one. I'm going to wait because uh, you'll hear all about the the question is about the the biggest loss of the hypothetical fourth season. We'll cover all of that once we cover the the season, season three, three. post mortem. Yeah, because I I will I will have a whole thing about I'll have a whole like summary of what what would have happened. I think there there are quite a few. I mean. Ironhide would have joined the uh, the main the main group, in fact, which would have been interesting. But uh, and Jazz too. So like new characters, more Dinobot stuff, undoubtedly. Yeah, no, but we'll cover all of this sometime later. Um, and that's it for questions. So, do we want to do plugs first, or no? We always say what we're gonna do next before. 
Yeah, Thank what you. are what is your choice? And by the way, the this uh this next season will be starting up in the new year in January. We're taking a little holiday break over December. So I went back and forth on a couple of these because <laughs> at some point we're going to have to subject ourselves to the bad Netflix shows. We have we got to hurt ourselves at some point. There's a yeah. f- there's a few yeah, there's there's a few fucking what's that? There's the rest of the Unicron trilogy. There's the Netflix shows. There's some there's some bad food we gotta eat here. Mm-hmm. Um, but rather than that, I thought since we're starting again the new year, new year, new us, and a new show for both of us, we're gonna do season one of Cyberverse. Not Cyberverse. Sorry, Earthspark. <laughs> Earthspark. It's yeah, the new one. Um, and uh, it looks really interesting from everything that I've picked up across the uh, the internet. So it's a, it's an interesting setting time wise. There's an interesting grouping of characters. Yeah, I'm excited. Also, it lo- I just think it's it's a nice looking show. Yes. Um, but I've I, seen only a couple clips, but damn, are they well animated? Yeah, like we can make some good ass CG shows these days. Um, and we could make them back in 2015. I feel, but uh, I don't know. Red 2015 just didn't get the <laughs> and in 1998. Us. Uh, yeah, well, yeah, obviously that that show is beautiful. That show is unassailable. <laughs> ah! where, else you, where else are you gonna see Rat Trap's beautiful shiny cheeks? <laughs> Double cheeked up on a Thursday afternoon. Hey, I keep trying to sneak through the Predacon base, but my fat rat ass keeps alerting the guards. I was trying to explain to friends or a. a a group of people at a friend's party a few weeks ago um, who I was meeting for the, la- for the first time um, we were talking about um, Rise of the Beasts and I was like what's the point though if they don't have Rat Trap and they were like what Rat Trap and I'm like a New York Subway rat <laughs> and they were like what and I was like look him up he's a New York Subway rat <laughs> they were All they right. were shocked and disappointed that's, well, I don't see how you could be shocked and disappointed by Rat Trap. No, shocked, all, every, shocked and disappointed that he wasn't in anything uh, else. It, it, no, in the movie specifically. Oh yeah, a man. Did you did you hear that all of David Sovolov's lines as Rhinox got cut? By the way. <laughs> Good, Damn. great. Damn, R.I.P. Man. At least I got to say some shit as that uh, that one guy. The, the battle trap the terror con yeah everyone's favorite we all love battle trap here don't we folks i mean i'll give it to them for michelle yo air razor at least oh yeah like they knew they knew where the focus should have been uh cheetah says the things too but yeah right right is really just i can't even remember if he transformed in the movie man right don't my boy, did my boy got fucking short shrifted. I tell you. I mean, that. all of them except Air Razor did. Yeah, big big L. And even Air Razor did. L's all around for for the Maximals, I'm afraid. Um, but yes, that'll be it for us for a little bit. Of course, uh, our I'll be streaming. Let's see. Let me look at the calendar here. This goes up on. 26th so actually i guess i will be streaming boomblebee on december 1st yeah probably we will be i will probably yes. also be joy- like look if, if you haven't seen this one listener it's it's the one that's actually quite good so yeah this come is and watch it. this is the good one this is the one that's a real movie bumblebee parentheses this is the good one 
Like all of those other ones are basically fake movies that that aren't that like are two and a half hours of like Michael Bay hitting you in the face with a barbed wire bat with like Transformers figures stapled onto it. But this is like a real movie for like people to watch. Yeah. It's got Haley Steinfeld in it. She's great. She's quite it's got good. Got John Cena in it. She's he's really good. He's at it. so fucking funny in this movie. He's he's fucking phenomenal. It's got it's Angela got Bassett fucking, in it. It's got Angela Bassett as a sexy evil Decepticon. What more? She cuts a man. She cuts a man fully in half, hot dog style. <laughs> On the moon. On the moon. What more do you want from a Transformers movie? You know. It's got hijinks, it's got antics, it's got laughs and heart. And that's why I'm giving Bumblebee uh, two thumbs up. <laughs> Come see it. December 1st. Only in theaters. Only in the general uh, voice chat. Uh, <laughs> this has been Prime Cuts. You follow us on Twitter. Prime Cuts Pod. Me, Nero. You can find me on Twitter at... Uh, dragon smoocher let's see if i let's see if i can keep it all straight yeah let's go i believe in you all right twitter dragon smoocher co-host dragon suggler uh blue sky nero wyvern tumblr cyclonus with a five at the end all right i did it i got i got them all straight (laughs) i I just i don't remember what boats are still though that's still gone um oh yeah ships not boats ships. ships Ships, ships, boats, anything that flies and/or floats. I don't just, I just don't remember it. If it if it cas- carries passengers, fuck you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's just it's just got yeeted out of my fucking brain. Um, I've got a few other projects in the works. I already talked about, brought up earlier. Talk cycles, the monthly animation podcast to do with my pal Jane. That is uh, talkcycles.tumblr.com. I guess I, I always forget this. It's tumblr.com slash talk cycles. No, it, you, you can you can do both. And oh, actually, okay. it's better to do the the for navigation. It's actually better to do dot tumblr dot com. Yeah, Teen Titans season two uh, coming out this same day that this comes out should be. Um, and I also wanted to watch the Jews contract movie and read the original comics just to have like a full sort of uh look at its source material and how it adapts it um because like you know it's, it, it is very lightly adapting an existing arc um and then i have ready for heidelin that i uh that i'm doing with jane as well it's high ready for heidelin.tumblr.com there's a big announcement about ready for heidelin up in the new year that i will also be putting up on our patreon uh the day this comes out so yeah november uh 26th Big day for everyone who likes to hear me talk about bullshit. Uh, that's it for me. I'm Audrey. You can find me on Tumblr, Twitter, co-host and Blue Sky Optimum Mom Prime. That's my funny robot internet joke. You can listen to the other podcasts I do called Pot of Greed, which is about Yu-Gi-Oh! And wow, we're almost done with 5Ds. What do you mean there's 90 episodes left? Um, what? <laughs> oh my god. I thought... Jesus. <laughs> We are getting to the point where it's like, and this is where the show ends. Nope, fuck you. 90 more episodes. <laughs> We're inventing a new type of guy. Literally. Um, so yeah, that's super interesting. Um, I've been casting a radio drama that should have more information out uh, coming out very soon. 
Um, and I'm starting a New York foodie podcast on a moonshot network called Hey, I'm Eden here. Um, I think that's it. We're on Noise Space. Noise with a bunch. Space dot XYZ. With a bunch of other good shows. Uh, you've heard us name them. There's more coming out every day. I literally can't keep out up with, with all of it. Uh, so check those out. Um, every time and- I look away, a new podcast has <laughs> sprouted from the Noise Space tree. And, uh, we, um, do fun things in our discord like watch bumblebee if there's a time to join our discord it's now folks this is as good as it's gonna get gotta join to watch bumblebee film 2018 this is this is literally as good as it's gonna get so join our you can join our discord by looking at the links in our bio on twitter or um in the description of these episodes um and i think that's it so um until next time, I'm going to transform and just take like a long nap until 2024. I am going to transform, roll out, and attempt to break into the hidden uh, Hasbro Black site where they are obviously keeping the completed <laughs> Transformers Animated Season 4 and smuggle it out to the public where it deserves to be Right seen next the to the Constructor Con toys. That's right. I'm taking those too, goddammit. Oh, uh, you see, before I say Peach, I actually saw there was a, someone did like a 3D printed design of animated Scrapper and uh, gave it to someone as a birthday present. How completely lovely. with like custom packaging. It's a really cool thing. Anyway, Peach. Peach. Peach.